Welcome in Braves Today podcast. He is Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor. It's all brought to you by Prize Picks. PrizePicks.com, promo code CHOP to get your risk-free money. And how sweet it is, is back-to-back sweeps. You can't get much better than that. Lindsey and I were talking about it. I mean, we're sure it happened probably in June or July of last year because it happened. But still, right now, the Braves are the hottest team in baseball and one of the fun teams to watch. Oh, my gosh. This is uh, – you've seen everything that this lineup does – in that series, right? You had the inning where Ronald Acuna gets on to lead off the game, and then Olsen and Riley both hit home runs. Mm-hmm. You've seen contributions from guys up and down the lineup. Ozzy Albies hits one. Sean Murphy has a series, not just a game. And and then the defense showed up as well. And so just been an incredibly fun series. This is what winning baseball feels like. And it, I almost feel like we're a little bit spoiled because we have a team that is consistently, the floor is so consistently high with right. the Atlanta Braves. And even when they have an off night on pitching or on offense, it's still enough to win a game. Not just that, is everybody has improved their hitting at the plate, except for Marcelo Zuna, who last time we talked and we visited on the last spot, he was batting uh, .089, and now he is down to .072, if I'm not mistaken. So it, he is the only one that has literally gone backwards while everybody else continues to move forward, mm-hmm. one of which, and you mentioned, mentioned him just a minute ago, Murphy, who is absolutely raking right now with what he is doing at the plate, but he's also doing it defensively. Yeah, so he puts 12 balls in play during the Royals series. Nine of those were hard-hit balls, which is 95 miles an hour or higher, Eight of those were greater than 105 miles an hour. So he's crushing the ball and they're falling. He hits a home run and two doubles in game two. Uh, He also did that against Cincinnati. So he is one of three players that have a game with a home run and two doubles for the Braves twice in the same season. And he did it in the same week. Austin Riley and Matt Olson did it last year. And then you have to go all the way back to 2009 where Brian McCann did it. Chipper Jones in 2003, Marcus Giles in 2003, Chipper Jones in 2001. So like, and and this is for a whole season. He did this in a week. So wow. Sean Murphy is on an absolute heater right now. And then defensively, he grades out uh, very, very well. And I mean, in framing, pop time, he would be top 20 in pop time, but opposing runners don't want to test him. He's actually mm-hmm. won a, uh, one stolen base attempt to second short of qualifying on the leaderboards because they don't even want to test him. Well, and he would have got another caught stealing this weekend. Uh, Grissom ends up dropping the ball as it, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the runner was dead to rights. He had him, uh, caught him up in the heel of the glove and kicked off and kicked over to Albies. Otherwise, that runner's probably out. So that's another caught stealing. Now, ended up not hurting him. Still, uh, you got to think what could have been if a complete game was put together. And Let's just call it what it is. I mean, you got the he's he's not necessarily a rookie, but I'm still calling Grissom a rookie. I mean, he yeah. had so many so many appearances last year, uh, having to fill in for all these due to the injury. Uh, but still, uh, Grissom has he probably has not felt that cheese coming from behind home plate in quite a while. So, uh, and ended up handcuffing him a little bit. You know, another guy that is doing well and he continues to do well is Acuna. The respect for him, I call it no run on Ronnie whenever he's out in the field. Uh, not to mention uh, he is doing great from the plate. He's able to put, he's able to get himself on base and you even saw it during this Royals game and that allowed him to get on late in the game he hits a slow roller to third they end up hurrying a little too too much and you know they make a bad throw he gets on I know it's due to an error but that's the kind of thing that he causes havoc whenever he's on the base pads and when he's at the plate yeah he is the closest thing you have 
in baseball, unlike football, where it's a we have to know what we have to be aware of this guy in every single play. He can impact games defensively. He can impact games with his arm. He can do it with his legs. He's got six stolen bases, uh, three home runs on the season. Again, I still think he's capable of a 40-40 season. A little bit of a heater on the bat. He'll be back on pace for that. Mm -hmm. But uh, just something where you can see he faces premium velocity. He takes a roll as Chapman, gets a double off of him in the eighth inning. Uh, it's, It's something where he's not necessarily trying to always hit a home run. It feels like it's a little bit of an evolution in his offensive approach. He's like, I just need to get on because... Matt Olson or Austin Riley are going to drive me in. I think just about every single inning of baseball I've watched this year, every single game, he's scored somehow in the first inning. Mm. And it's just because he understands all I have to do is get on base. I can put myself in scoring position and then they're going to bring me in. And the Braves lineup is so much better because of it. I call it the Chipper Jones approach to hitting is what he's doing right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, That first swing, he's allowed to have free and free. To, to be able to do what he wants to with it. And you can tell he's trying to get his money's worth on that first swing. That second strike, he's probably toning it down a little bit. And then the third strike, you talked about it, uh, you and I, before we came on the pod, that uh, with Araldis Chapman, it was just, what, 92, 94 exit velocity, but he still mm-hmm. was able to yank it down the third baseline and get a double out of it just by putting the head of the bat out there and trying to make contact and get a runner on base. Yeah, you know, and it's it's he's not trying to do too much. He has steals but he's not being overly thrown out uh, i think he's six of eight on, on stolen bases mm-hmm. right now and one of the two was a little bit of an iffy kind of thing and so he's he's doing everything right and the people that have complained in the past about maybe a lapse in focus or watching a ball that he hit things like that none of that is there this is a fully locked in ronald acuna and we have not seen this since i think maybe 2019 when he had that mm-hmm. fantastic year and if if this is what we get all year it's going to be a fantastic season what I love about the Braves right now, Lindsay, is they're taking advantage of what I call extra outs. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever you see, uh, you know, somebody boot a ball in the infield, or you, you saw it from the right fielder uh, that Olson was able to get a triple out of. I still kind of disagree with that scoring. I think that probably should have been a single with an error. Single uh, error, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I'll take. He'll take it for sure. I mean, it goes down as a triple in the box score. Yeah, Olson's happy. The pitcher is not because that means those <laughs> runs were earned runs. The pitcher's right. not happy about it. Yeah, and so, uh, you know, as as Atlanta's able to get the sweep, back-to-back sweeps, now they head to San Diego, and if you just look at the numbers as, as far as comparables, uh, right now the Braves look like they should be winning this run scored. They they lead the Padres. Uh, hits, they lead the Padres by over 20 hits, by the way, uh, 132 to 111. Uh, they, they're tied up in doubles. Uh, neither it, That'll change today because that number has not been updated. It says no triples. We just talked about Olsen. He's actually got a triple. That should say one at least. Uh, they lead the Padres in home runs. They lead the Padres in runs batted in. They lead the Padres in stolen bases. But yet, the Padres always seem to have Atlanta's number. Yeah, and you have a couple saving graces in this series, right? One, you don't have to deal with Fernando Tatis. He's not nope. due back until the day after the series is over, and you're done playing them for the season until you, unless you meet them in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. you dodge a bullet there. Uh, you don't have to face you, Darvish. That crafty veteran just seems to kind of have some stuff against Atlanta. You saw Atlanta even struggle a little bit with Zach Grinke today. They didn't mm-hmm. put up a ton of runs on Zach Grinke because those crafty veterans somehow can do their thing. They've got uh, Ryan Weathers, Blake Snell, Nick Martinez. And then the other saving grace here is you have Max Freed back. You know, mm-hmm. he is he is the starter for Monday. Uh, so you get him back in, in the rotation. Uh, 
They said he's he's fine, no limitations on what he can do. He can do everything, and so you have to hope he's back to the Max Free that we know and love, and that gives you a little bit of a of a emotional lift as you try to get revenge on that series loss. Rested arm, as they even said, a lot of the rehab that he did had nothing to do with even pitching. They had him doing sprints. They had him doing uh, everything from um, running basically sideways, just making sure they're testing everything as far as a hamstring was concerned, Mm -hmm. uh, doing slides and everything else. So he seems to be, as you just said, they they have mentioned no limitations. Some other people that are limited, and I thought we would probably see him back in the San Diego series. We're not going to be able to see him, and that's uh, Darno as well as Harris uh, still out. Darno. I didn't realize this until you mentioned it. I knew it had a couple of concussions. I didn't realize this was his fourth, so they're trying to be careful with him. Yeah, they're being extra cautious. He's not been cleared for baseball activities yet. He is coming in and getting treatment. It's not something where he's confined at home or anything, but mm-hmm. uh, not quite ready. And then you mentioned Michael Harris. Hasn't been cleared for batting practice yet, so you probably won't get him back for this series. But I put it in the takeaways on Sunday. Sam Hilliard has played pretty well in Michael Harris's place. He started seven of the eight games that Atlanta's played without Michael Harris. He reached base in all but one of those games. He's 8-23. Uh, four of those eight hits are extra bases. So offensively, he's doing his job. Defensively, he's putting up some great plays in the outfield, some diving catches, highlight plays. Uh, and it's, it's something where when Michael Harris is back, which, take your time, we don't want something to linger all season, but when, when Michael Harris is back, you have to feel confident that Sam Hilliard can step up and take more playing time in left field, improves your defense. He doesn't fit the bold of a power-hitting corner outfielder, mm-hmm. but would give you pretty good defense and give you offense and lessen the need to even have Marcelo Zuna on the roster, never mind play him and give him at-bats. He can absolutely fly, too. Those of you who yeah. that have not seen uh, Hilliard run the bases, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, let me ask you another one that's on the on the aisle, and he's going to be there for a little bit, is, uh, is Arcia. And right now, Grissom, I mean, yes, he had the go-ahead run uh, that ended up getting Atlanta the win for the sweep. He seems to be feeling a little bit more comfortable out there. Is that something where he has a chance to win his job and to stay at this level? Or when R.C. is done, R.C. was doing fine from the plate, and he really didn't boot any balls and wasn't doing too bad in the outfield either. So uh, there's a big decision coming out of Snedeker here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, Grissom was a little shaky in that first game, and I think some mm-hmm. of that may have just been jitters. You mentioned he's not technically still still a prospect, but he still kind of has that rookie mentality. I think it's a scenario where we know the limitations for Von Grissom are defense, right? And we know that Orlando Arcia uh, is an above-average defender, if not plus. Very good. And we know that the Braves have a hole in left field. I just talked about that. I do think that there is some sort of runway here when Orlando Arcia comes back, provided he's back to hitting and he's healthy at the plate. He's not going to get Wally Pipped. You can have a way to give him his job back and use Von Grissom some in left field, rotate him in at shortstop, some DH work, keep the bat in the lineup, lessen the exposure to the defense that you have some questions about, um, and and have the advantage of both guys. I don't think you're going to bench Arcia for him because mm-hmm. Arcia was so... If Arcia was batting 125 entering the injury, it's a different yeah, conversation. Easy. Yeah, yeah, but... 333, 400, 511 in the first 13 games. That's a guy that you give a spot back when he comes back. So I think there's some runway here, provided everybody gets hot. If Grissom cools off, they can send him back to AAA, let him play short every day and see if he can get better defensively. But I think it it is going to be a fun conversation in a few weeks. Uh, From what I've heard, it's around, they're expecting maybe three more weeks on Mm -hmm. RCA's injury before he's able to, to possibly come back or maybe do a rehab start. So a couple weeks for Grissom to get his feet underneath him. We know what he did last year. 
uh, starting off that first couple weeks and then how it cooled off from there. So we'll see if he could make the adjustments. Expectations for this weekend or this week at the the uh, early week series. Freed getting a nod, as we talked about. They say no limitations. I still got to think he's got to be on some sort of pitch count. Right. I doubt he's going to. I mean, I, I don't see him, even if he's having a heck of a game, I don't see him going a complete game on a Monday night. So it's Freed Strider Morton for Atlanta, Weather Snell Martinez for San Diego. Expectations for the for the week? With Sean Murphy hitting the way he is and having gotten a day off from behind the plate on Sunday, just the DH. I want to feel like Atlanta can go two and one here. I it's just I know that you struggled against Snell and Martinez last time they were here. It was in Atlanta. It was a little bit different situation. You had just lost one player. We're getting ready to lose Travis Darno. I really think two and one is a realistic outcome here. Braves fans are not going to want to hear this. My expectations for the this series is one and two. Uh, it's a travel to the West Coast. I always say East Coast teams never travel well to the West Coast. San Diego seems to have our number inside of Petco whenever the Braves take on there, which is by far one of the most beautiful stadiums. Side note, if you plan on going to San Diego and you're listening to this, there's a rooftop bar that overlooks the stadium that is absolutely fantastic that you can go to as well. Uh, go check that out. It's on top of a hotel. <laughs> Tell them Ben Taylor sent you. Yeah, you did. I'm sure they'll remember me from last time I was there. I did run up quite a tab, by the way. Uh, but I do. I do see one and two. Uh, for the Braves as they have to hit that West Coast swing before they're able to finally come back home and maybe get some more wins under their belt. But uh, I will take it. While they're hot, I, I would not put it past them. I say one and two. I wouldn't put it past them because, as I said, by the numbers, they're doing way better than San Diego. They could sweep this on the West Coast and come back. So uh, we shall see. He's Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor. It's all been brought to you by prizepicks.com. Promo code CHOPS to go to prizepicks and get your risk-free money today. Lindsey, as always, thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. Chop on.